Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. What is up, guys? Welcome back to The Ashley O Show. I am excited that you guys are here. I apologize that this episode is coming out a little bit later than it normally does during the day because I had been in full homecoming program prep mode this whole weekend. And as much as I had a plan for this today's episode, I was behind on recording it. So I knew I was going to get my workout in and then I was going to hop on the mic and get this done for you all. So Here's the deal. Last week, we talked about how your diets or how restriction is really messing with your metabolism and messing with how your body processes food and that energy out equation. As a reminder, that energy out is made up of your resting metabolic rate. That's the majority of that calculation. The thermic effect of food, physical activity as an intentional exercise, and then non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So all the other movement that you do that is not intentional exercise. Those four pieces are really what make up that energy out equation. And last week we chatted about how dieting and restriction can influence that energy out And then also how it influences your energy in equation by influencing those hormones that are important for our digestion and important for metabolism. So when we restrict, those are all influenced both that energy out and energy inside of the equation in order to try and help us survive and preserve energy. So today we're going to talk more about what we can do to recover from chronic restriction. So kind of the reverse dieting methodology, which isn't going to be right for everyone. But also we're going to talk about a few things that can help kind of kickstart your metabolism, wake it back up and get it back to a more normal rate for you as an individual. So this is kind of speeding up your metabolism. The only reason I caution in using that word is that so often we think that in or if we do all of these things that our metabolism is just going to like ex- exponentially speed up and that is not how it works in this case we're really talking about trying to reverse the effects of chronic restriction and chronic dieting what that has done to our bodies yo-yo dieting the impact that has had we're trying to reverse that And this is not a perfect science. This is going to be extremely individualized, just like everything else in this equation. This is so unique to you. This is, again, why you and your friend can have the exact same diet, do the exact same exercise, and you don't get the same results. It's because we are so unique and individual. There are so many factors at play here. But let's talk about a few of these. So first thing, I just want to remind you of some of the signs of a slowed metabolism. There are a billion. It's kind of across the board. There's just effects on the body. I'm going to just rattle off a few of them, but know that 
this is also individual, that you may not have all of these, you may only have a couple of these, you may have different symptoms. Everyone has a different experience in this case, but some of the common signs are gas, bloating, so our digestion is slowing, slowing down and is being influenced in this case. So we do get symptoms like gas and bloating. Fatigue, heartburn, constipation, diarrhea. Again, we see these things that are being influenced by a slowed metabolism, slower digestion, increased hunger, sleep issues, weight gain, plateaus in our weight loss journeys, anxiety, muscle loss, period irregularity, frequently being sick because our immune system is slowed down as well. Because you have to think about all the things that we talked about last week. The fact that our satiety hormone leptin is decreased our ghrelin hormone is increased, meaning that we are hungry more. Cortisol is increased, meaning we are stressed. And if we remember, cortisol, because it's a stress hormone, it's activating that fight or flight system. And if we activate that fight or flight system, all of our energy is diverted to respond to the threat. So things like digestion, things like immune immunity and our immune system regulation, those things are going to get less energy because we are putting all of our energy towards responding to a threat instead. So you're going to have these sorts of effects on your body. Okay, let's talk about a few methods that you can use to hopefully work on reversing this effect, healing your metabolism and moving forward. So the first couple, I want to give you a warning here and preface this by saying I am not a dietitian. If you have undergone long periods of restriction, if you are choosing to go down the path of trying reverse dieting or the all-in approach, you need to work with a dietitian because there are risks with this because after periods of starvation, which is essentially what's been going on if you've been restricting for a long period of time, it can be dangerous to actually dramatically shift the number of calories that you are consuming because of a syndrome called refeeding syndrome. Refeeding syndrome causes a dramatic shift in electrolyte and fluid balance, which can be extremely dangerous. So I tell you this ahead of time because if you hear me talk about what you can do with reverse dieting or the all-in approach and that sounds like it might be right for you, you need to work with a dietitian in order to do it safely or your medical team. So I'm just going to very briefly talk about these two methods, but then we're going to talk about more tangible, simple tips, tips that you can implement in order to speed up or repair your metabolism over time. So reverse dieting intends to rebuild trust with your body. You do so by progressively increasing the number of calories that you are consuming in order to work on boosting your resting metabolic rate. As I said, you want to be careful that you are not dramatically shifting how many calories you are consuming because of the risk of refeeding syndrome. So by progressively increasing, we're talking like 50 to 100 calories per week. Like I said, definitely need to work with a dietitian to figure out the best method for you. But that's reverse dieting in a nutshell. And then the all-in approach is aiming for 2,500 calories or more. And again... If this is a dramatic increase for you, you still need to be working with a dietitian. You need to make sure that you're doing this safely. But the all-in approach is really about just allowing yourself to eat what you desire, to eat when you are hungry, to start to really listen to and wake up those hunger cues again that we have been ignoring and silencing for so long with chronic dieting. So you're aiming for 2,500 calories or more. You stop anything like HIIT training because that can be stressful for the body. And then there's a huge focus on stress reduction. 
So this method, the all-in method, is faster but can cause more weight gain in the process, but it allows you to start to listen to and wake up those hunger cues as well. So those are two big approaches if you have been chronically dieting that you can use to wake up and repair their metabolism over time. But I know that those both sound really scary for someone who has been dieting for a long time because if we are increasing our calories, there will likely be some amount of weight gain that comes along with it. So that can be scary to think about. This is why it's really important that you are working with a team that's supporting you if you are choosing to go down that, that route. There are lots of great programs that are helpful for this with dietitians, but I just want you to remember that you need to be safe. If you are going from maybe eating 1,200 calories a day, you need to carefully do this if you are increasing your calories by that much. So let's talk about a few other methods that we can start to implement in the meantime to help support our bodies, wake up our hunger cues, and repair our metabolism over time. So first thing is reducing excessive and intense exercise. Because remember, we have been putting our bodies under stress with chronic dieting and excessive exercise that comes along with a lot of these programs. So if we start to focus on reducing the amount of intense and excessive exercise we are doing, we can reduce the amount of stress that we're putting our body under, thereby reducing the amount of cortisol. The next piece is to make sure that you are increasing the amount of sleep that you are getting. Once more, your body has been under stress for a long period of time, so lack of sleep will just increase our cortisol, also will decrease our leptin hormone, our fullness cues, and then it will increase our ghrelin hormone or increase our hunger cues. So sleep has a dramatic effect on how we process food, how we feel when we're hungry or full. There is a huge influence just on our sleep alone. So sleep is extremely important, making sure that you're getting enough and hopefully increasing it during this time as you're healing. And then, of course, it goes without saying, but all of this, our big focus is reducing stress on our bodies. So making sure that you're doing things like adding in more relaxing activities into your day, adding in more time that you can unwind and rest. So less focus on intense exercise, more focus on rest for a period of time as we are healing. Some of the other ways that we can really help to speed up our metabolism, number one is weight training. Now, I know this might sound like it goes against the ask for a decrease in intense exercise, but just adding in strength training alone. If you are doing a ton of cardio, let's swap some of that out and add in some weight training because muscle is more metabolically active than fat is. So adding more muscle onto your body will be helpful in terms of your metabolic rate. Increasing muscle while losing any weight is the best way to protect your metabolism as well. So if you do have aesthetic goals, making sure that you're taking time to incorporate strength and weight training in is going to help protect your metabolism as you lose weight. So start by just adding maybe one or two sessions a week. Nothing insane. I don't want you going from zero to 100. That is our tendency, especially if we have goals. But adding in some weight training, maybe swapping out some of those hit sessions for more strength and weight training will be extremely helpful to protect yourself as you work on changing your body if you do have those aesthetic goals or if you are just healing this is extremely supportive to your health the next piece is eating often and eating when you are hungry again we want to really wake up those hunger cues again that we've been ignoring and silencing for so long so every two to four hours check in with yourself See how you're feeling. Are you hungry? 
Do you feel hungry at all? Are you still feeling full? Don't force yourself to eat all the time when you're not hungry, but it's really important to start to listen for those hunger cues. So make sure that you're eating often enough that we can start to wake them up. And I know that this is scary. I know that it sounds scary to start to listen to our bodies and eat when we are hungry because it feels like we may never stop eating. I know that that fear is very real. But I want you to learn to trust your body again. There may be composition changes that happen initially, but we have to heal this process. Otherwise, we're just going to stay stuck in this cycle. And if we are at this point where we aren't reaching our goals anymore, where we feel like we're stuck at a plateau, maybe we are getting sick all the time, maybe we are extremely fatigued because of the stress we've been putting under our body, we have to heal. Otherwise, we're just going to stay stuck where we are. So this is a big part of the process is building that trust back up in your body and listening to your hunger. And then the last couple things, number one is making sure that you are getting enough protein in your diet because your protein is going to help support your muscle. And also there's an increased thermic effect of food when it comes to eating protein. I don't want to say this and have you like go eat 400 chicken breasts today because you think that just eating protein is the best way to lose weight because of the increased thermal effect of food. But it is important to consider to make sure that we are getting enough protein in our day. So we have a protein episode on this podcast. You can go back and listen to that one if you're curious about how much you might need as an individual. It is extremely individual, so I encourage you to work with a coach, a nutritionist, a dietitian on this as well to figure out the best level for you. But aim for, I like to aim for like 25 to 30 grams per meal at the very least. So that just gives you an idea, a vague idea. So you can just start to assess if you are there yet, or if you're like way far off. And we can work on adding in small amounts of protein and starting to build that up because that is going to help support your muscle as your body changes. And as you're repairing your metabolism, your relationship with food, and your relationship with your body. And then lastly, making sure that you are getting adequate amounts of water. We all know water is extremely important, but just to highlight a few things here that are valuable, it supports your digestion, it supports your fullness cues, it supports your metabolism, and it supports the amount of energy that you have in order to devote to things like physical activity and that non-exercise activity as well. All right, guys, I wanted to give you a few things to walk away with that maybe you could try incorporating this week. If you are feeling stuck, if you're feeling like your metabolism has kind of slowed down a little bit, maybe because of some chronic dieting, I encourage you to experiment with these, but make sure you're being safe. If you are really drastically changing the number of calories that you are consuming, make sure that you are working with a medical team or a dietitian to make sure that it's safe for you. In terms of healing your relationship with food and your body and exercise during this process, I would love to work with you. That is our huge focus in the homecoming program because I think that is the foundational piece here. And all of the things that I've been telling you, I want to remind you that your focus can be about adding instead of subtracting. Our tendency when it comes to trying to change our bodies or trying to tweak our nutrition or fitness is always to take things away. It's always to stop doing something when I think it's extremely valuable for us to focus on what we can add to the table, whether that is on our plates or whether that is habits, whether that is routine changes, whether that is adding in a type of exercise. I think that is really where our focus can be because that's going to help us take the focus off of scarcity. It's going to help us shift our mindset when it comes to the goals that we have 
to an additive approach so that we don't feel so much restriction and we don't necessarily feel as much stress on our bodies because we're focusing on what we can bring to the table. And I'm telling you, if all of this messaging aligns with you, then you are a perfect fit for the homecoming program. It actually kicked off today, if you're listening to this in real time, which is absolutely insane. I am beyond excited. The content is so beautiful. Everyone in there is so excited and amped up. I'm so proud. And I would still love for you to join if you haven't already. I still have a couple discounted spots available. I'm doing rolling admissions this first week. So if you've been questioning it, if you've been debating, reach out to me. I'm happy to give you all the information, answer any questions that you have. And if you're listening to this later, we will be having future versions of this program still rolling. So just reach out and we can see if we can get you into the next round of homecoming. If this is still something that feels like it could be aligned for you, I would absolutely be honored to work with you. This is literally the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I'm so excited about this space. So I would love to have you there. So I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope that you guys are having a beautiful Monday. Know that I will definitely be seeing you on Wednesday. If you're not already following along, head over to Instagram at Ashley O Show and let's connect there. I am rooting for you this week. Take care of yourself and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley Osho so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.